Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, Supernatural fans, we are back, and today we are talking about Sam and Eileen. Do we ship it? Is Cass turning Russian? And Dean singing with a band? All of that coming at you right now. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Happy holidays, everybody. We're back after Thanksgiving. We're drinking a little rosé. Clink. Clink. We're back. I brought glassware in even, y'all. <laughs> we're fancy. It's a special occasion today. Um, guys, we're talking about Supernatural. Season 15. Episode 7. Last call. Last call for alcohol. I know that all too well. <laughs> I am Lindsay Wegner, and I am joined today by my ever-fabulous co-host, Cherry Davis. Happy Supernatural Thursday, everybody. And you know, making their way the only way they know how. But that's what our boys do. That's Every what they week. Do. Every week. Every week, the boys surprise us. We get flip-twipsed and Turned around just like I did right now. We've got Dean flip-flopping back and forth about whether he really wants to go after Chuck, convincing Sam, Sam convincing Dean. It's all happening. You guys, we're going to talk about... Uh, do do we see a romance, Terry? <laughs> Is there a romance happening? Um, I'm you know, liking it. I'm, I'm liking it. We all need a little strange... I love seeing Dean using yet another one of Jensen, uh, Jensen Ackles, using yet again another talent of his. Not only is he a terrific actor, but then we get to see him sing as well. Man, I have one sip of champagne, and I cannot keep my together. I was dancing. What can I say? Let me say this. He's got a voice. It's golden. This is my first time uh, having a cocktail on camera. So, guys, (laughs) it's a big deal here. Uh, (laughs) As you all, as you guys have known, if you've been on this journey with me the last few years, you know that I lost my mom four years ago today. So, miss you, mom. She loved watching Supernatural. She had no idea what was going on. And she started watching it because I'd talk about it and she'd watch my show and she's like, I don't know who these people are. So she had to start watching the show. So, um... She's watching down on us. She's like an angel up in heaven. I, I, she's gotta be mad at Chuck right now, though. (laughs) Like, all of us are. I'm, I'm, ooh, ooh, we got news today to talk about Chuck and Sam having real visions. Cherry, what'd you think about this episode? It was very well written by Jeremy Adams, who was a delight, and Amin Kadarari directed it. I really enjoyed, like, I can feel it getting faster as as we're going towards the final episode. And this one was such a great, it was such a gray episode where everyone was sort of evaluating their lives. Castro's gotten a little bit darker and angrier. Dean had an epiphany where 
You can either do nothing and just say, screw it, we've been fighting a long time, or you can keep doing the good fight. And I think that was what woke him up from his depression from Chuck. And I'm thinking our boy <laughs> is going to have a bit of something, something. Caster did a little bit of cock blocking, which I don't like. But on the other hand, <laughs> Sam is my boyfriend, so I don't really want him with anyone else. Okay, well, Johnson, you know, Dean's my boyfriend, so. That's why we can It works so out well. so perfectly. <laughs> and we're matching today in our bright blues. Yay! Without planning it, y'all. Great minds think alike. Great minds think alike. So let's talk about, uh, let's talk about Sam first and Eileen and the situation. Uh, we'll, we'll start there. Um, Dean walks out, and obviously we got Eileen back. Uh, two weeks ago in that uh, the episode before Thanksgiving. And we knew there was going to be a little bit of something happening because I think there was a preview with him talking about uh, putting the sock on the door. Yes. <laughs> and there's a little bit of flirting going on. And there's on. been flirting. And and he learned so, you know, some sign language and stuff, which is so sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're making this crazy, amazing breakfast. Because they had too many margaritas. And they were making real bacon. And they were making real bacon. And Dean turned down real bacon. I'm ashamed of you, meat man. I'm ashamed. He turned down real bacon to go on a case. Now, he didn't want to cock block his brother. He didn't want to. And also, I think he was intrigued by missing girl, bars, women, (laughs) beers. Texas. And Texas. I feel like he was kind of excited to... Go have a little solo fun and also solve a case. And get away from it all. Because he's been just so out of sorts. And he wants to get back and get that feeling again. And when he saw Missing Girl, he loves playing hero. Yeah. He just does. So so I, I, I allow him this decision to not eat bacon. Um... They make bacon every Thursday at the bar I work at, you guys. (laughs) And it comes out fresh. And you know, like bacon, when it's like that perfect, uh, it bends, but it doesn't break. But it's not, you know, it doesn't just like fall. It's not limp. It's it's the perfect amount of crispy. I had three pieces today before I got here. Okay. We're not going to talk about that. No, I brought that up. Okay. So... Eileen and Sam are doing a little research on Lilith and Chuck, and they're getting tired of it, and they should do something fun. Clink, clink. Making some breakfast. A little, little hand-holding. And then Cass walks in. Oh. Of all the times for Cass to walk... You guys, I'm so excited about... I'm happy he's back. I'm so excited about Sam and Eileen. And y'all in the chat, please tell me. I see Robina. You can tell she really loves Sam and cares about him. Eileen and Sam are so freaking adorable together. Billy Jean girl. Uh, I mean, yeah, just (laughs) y'all. I think everyone's just really, really excited about it. He deserves some happiness. I mean, all of his other true loves have died. And she's come back. And the way she was ready to take down that gen, she was like, you will not mess up my man. I will kill you. Oh, yeah. She was. She enunciated it. She was not here for his bull. Sexy. Cass walks in. Uh, He's he thinks that the gun has connected a piece of his soul to Chuck, which we kind of knew last week. And we've been seeing these visions. 
back and forth that there's like a connection between the two of them, even though Chuck can't see what's going on with the boys anymore. Which is good. Which is good and why he wanted help from Amara. Uh, there's some of some Sam in Chuck as well. And he knows he can't heal the gunshot wound, but if he probes it, he may be able to, we may be able to figure something out. Well, this probing totally knocks Sam against the wall, which, can you imagine? Dean is already pissed at Cass. And now Cass has to call Dean and tell him, well, I screwed your brother up. Can you just imagine Cass making that phone call? That was a horrible phone call. But the minute he said, I'm going to probe him, I was like, that might come to the attention of Chuck. Chuck. Because he's feeling something. But then again, that wound not healing is not good at all. No, it is not. And Dean is off solving a case, so he has no access to his phone. So we get Sergey, the Russian uh, gentleman back in the picture uh, to come and help who's very excited to be in the bunker and be in the men of letters and I'm like this is something about this is shady too like this whole episode like there's an edge of shadiness I felt did you feel like that he's very shady I love how he dropped casually my niece got into USC you know <laughs> that humble brag I was like dude rep that that's a hard school to get into. But yeah, I mean the minute he got in, he wasn't looking like, "Oh, how can I help?" He was looking like, "How can Ooh. I steal something?" What can up I in get? Here? How can I manipulate you? There's going to be something here. Cass already is kind of like playing a little hard to get with him. So you think he's healing him, and he's actually not. He actually makes it worse, but Sam is now able to see even more visions and really delve into it and yeah, this is where you said Eileen just kind of goes crazy on him and it's like, I will kill you. I loved how Cassio was like, name dropped Bobby and was like, oh, yeah. Oh. I was like, dude, now, first of all, he threatened him to come. I will find you and burn you alive. Burn I was like, that's not my Cassio. It's not. But I like that he did that and that he was already a step ahead of him because mm. the old Cass would have been all docile and you know like okay I don't want to ruffle any feathers and and this he really was like okay no I'm going to fix something I've been messing up the guys are mad at me which is why I also think he has an edge Oh yeah, because Dean is so mad at him he's hardened a little bit which isn't our normal cast and I think he needs to feel loved and appreciated again but I think he also kind of needs to go through this and toughen up a little bit Mm -hmm. And do some good. And he's also totally alone because the angel radio is off. Mm-hmm. So I feel he's, he thinks, like, everybody's gone. And it's just him and the boys. Our dynamic, not duo, but triple, or whatever you call Trio. That. Trio. Ah, trio. Um, but I like this cast. This cast is what we need to take down Chuck. Because our nicer cast, I don't think, had the edge where he was willing to do whatever is necessary. Now he feels like a mob hitman or something. He's quite dangerous. What do you think? Which of, is so sexy. What do you think about Sergei's uh, comment about how he went into the wound and actually stretched it, and if it goes too far and stretches too long, it'll snap like a rubber band and kill Sam? This connection. I felt he may not have been, he's not a very nice supernatural creature, 
but at least he told them the facts that Sam is dying and that Sam's soul is stretched out. And now we know that it's not just a ghostly connection. His soul has been shot into Chuck. We know Chuck can't leave Earth because he's not at full power. Thank goodness. But he gave like a band-aid. He didn't heal Sam because until Sam loses that connection, he's just not whole. But then again, we don't want Chuck to be whole. So uh, we're stuck in this purgatory right now. Stuck in the middle with you. Stuck in the middle. So Cass has manipulated and has enough stuff on Sergei to make Sergei actually heal Sam. Yes. Sam comes back. He wakes up. And uh, Sergei says he likes the new Cass. It's very Russian. Very Russian. Very tough. There were some really good quips and lines and snarky sarcasm in this episode that yes. I really, really liked. So it was good on a the writers. fun episode. It was dark, but they added enough Touch of humor. humor where it wasn't like drowning in the, oh my God, it's almost the end of the series in a couple of episodes and Sam's dying. I mean, when he said Sam was dying, I was like, oh, no. Not my Sammy boy. I want our Sammy and our Dean to have like a happy ending. Which is why when I saw Leo, I was like, eh, not that happy ending. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I thought both of them were getting a little something, something this episode, but I guess not. I thought so too. I was really yes. hoping that Dean would get kill all something from the bartender. But all right, so let's actually jump into the uh Dean going on this case. Well, uh, before we go into the case, okay. I just want to remind everybody how much we love being on Supernatural panel yes. here on AfterBuzz TV and that we are the ESPN of TV talk and we want to continue to grow and get bigger and increase the fandom. And so we'd love for you to subscribe and follow us so you can got, not only love all the sci-fi shows that we talk about, but reality, drama, comedy. We cover everything. Books, movies, Star Wars, everything. So please subscribe to AfterBuzz TV. Please follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, leave a comment, a thumbs up. And don't forget, we also have our podcast on Apple. So we can come to you on any platform you can think of, and then some. And I've been loving Supernatural <laughs> for all this time. Lindsay has. We've been watching for 15 years. And I'm excited to have been on the panel for two years. She's been on for seven. Six or seven. Six or seven. Like that, y'all. And we it's just love time. being on the show with all of you, watching us, enjoying this us live This is what started me at AfterBuzz. Supernatural started Supernatural. it all for me. And we love the show. And we're so sad that it's ending, but we're so happy to be jerk to be having this journey with all of you. So we'll be seeing you every Thursday after new episodes to talk about it. And don't forget, give us a thumbs up. Five stars. Stars. And just keep following and supporting us and learning about new TV shows, returning, um, final seasons, pretty much everything. If it's on TV, in a book, or a movie, you can we find got it on After Buzz TV. <laughs> So I actually just saw Art, thank you, Cherry, by the way, uh, <laughs> Art Master Austin Prophet, who, y'all, we are probably going to be doing a giveaway at the end of the season, yes. right? Okay, so 
Last year, we gave away a signed picture of David Hayden Jones. Yes. Uh, we also gave away... A little card from the very first season of Supernatural when they came to San Diego Comic-Con. And did we give away... And we gave away... We tried to give away one of the um, Funko toys, but the person never sent me their information. So, we still have. Oh. Oh, we've got a Funko toy. So, yeah, anyway. But, Artmaster Austin Prophet won... I think did you? I think Austin, you got the David Hayden Jones. I can't one hundred percent remember. Anyway, but he's in our chat right now, y'all. So you could win one of these things. So you just gotta watch the show. You gotta follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe on YouTube. Show us you're doing all those things, and you could potentially win something real fun. So anyway, leave a comment. Austin has said a great, great point. Chuck and uh, Chuck and Sam are connected. And Dean and Amara are connected. So two powerful deities are connected to our boys. And I I know Amara is sort of team Winchester. Maybe not team Winchester so much as she's anti-Chuck right now. Chuck. Sick of him. Absolutely. So Dean goes after this case that happened in Texas where a girl, two girlfriends are out having a fun old night. The other one ends up getting sick, thrown up by the kegs mm-hmm. outside. And a girl in her car disappears. Goes to the town, shows up. The sheriff says a lot of people leave for the big city. They leave for Los Angeles. If a car and a person are disappearing, it's probably because they're going and her parents had passed away a couple years ago. So she probably left for L.A. Uh, you know, he went and he actually stayed for a whole month. He didn't just go for a week. And he actually tells Dean to go to Hollywood because he's he got a face. A look. a look for show business. Sheriff Dipper is very handsome. I don't think he's very bright. But he's nice to look at. But so Dean is in this town. He goes to the bar to check out uh, check out what's been going on. And and meets this girl, Lorna, the bartender, who's collecting cell phones. She doesn't take the guns. Y'all, they're in Texas. Texas. You don't have to give up your gun, but you have to give up your cell phone because no one can have fun with their cell phone in their hands at all the time. And Dean sees his friend Lee, who he used to hunt with back in the day and was a friend of theirs, up on stage singing. And he owns the bar, Swayze's, which, (laughs) Roadhouse, Patrick Swayze. Heck yeah. I love Patrick. She's like the wind. She's like the wind. Oh, y'all, dirty dancing. I love Patrick. He could sing, he could dance, he could act. Mm. He was a triple threat. And he was nice to look at, too. And such a nice person. Yeah. He's still so missed. So, they're in Texas. They're going to party it up. (laughs) They're talking about the night they drank three bottles of Jaeger and shared triplets. It was twins at first, they thought, but it was triplets. I don't know who got the second one. Sounds wait a minute, they shared her. Sounds like something (laughs) Dean would be doing. That is very Deanish. You know, I think this is where you and I both kind of realized Dean was having an epiphany. Yes. Having this conversation with Lee and talking about, you know, I gave up the life. I saw this. Uh, my last case was in Arizona, and I realized I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to see all the hurt and the bad happening. So I just started over, started a new life, bought this bar. He's working in a thriving community, in a bar, singing, owning it, having a great time, being sociable. 
And not once does he regret leaving hunting. And that's where I'm like, no. That, like when he said that the last hunt he went on, he saw what the monster did to the wife, the father, the kids. He just didn't want to do it anymore. And then he came to this town, this town in Texas. And I was like, it was such an idyllic town. And I totally don't blame them because, you know, the boys both have had instances where they tried to leave the life and they keep getting pulled back pulled because back of in. their moral center of wanting to be heroes and save people and also to have revenge against monsters. But, you know. And even now, they're still going back and forth with the idea of what are we really doing? Are we hamsters on a wheel? Are we being controlled by Chuck? Has he always been writing this story for us? What are we doing this for? And it keeps coming back to we got to help the people that need help, even the little people, even the people that, you know, it's not some big giant case. It's not the Loch Ness Monster. It's just a case of a disappearing girl that maybe wanted to leave town. We don't, we don't know 100% yet, you know? So it's, it was just good for him, I think, to have that realization, um, hang out with his buddy and also be solving a case on top of it all. And then get up on stage with him. Sing one of my favorite TV show songs. And sing. And I love his comment at the end. Oh, it was my first standing ovation. <laughs> I was like, oh, what? You maybe so your millionth standing yeah. ovation. You've had a lot. You're, you're awesome. And... Uh, the girl from the beginning who was not kidnapped uh, enters has a the, drinking problem. Has a drinking problem, Sally. And she comes into the bar and she's getting grabbed by these guys. And of course, Dean and Lee want to stop it and get to use their power Rose. and be a man and kick these guys' butts and like throw them out the window. And they're like, yeah, we still got it. It was so Roadhouse. I loved it. So Roadhouse. So Swayze's. Just so Dean. I just wanted to see him eat some pie or a burger after. (laughs) Eat the best wings in the world that Lauren and the bartender said. He is a meat man. And you know what? He didn't eat any meat. He didn't eat any meat. But uh, Lorna got a nice little slap on his booty. booty. I've never wanted to be an actress more than that moment. Oh, my God. We're not going to talk about it because I'm going to get red. I'm blushing. It was quite fun. Okay. So, uh... Art Master Austin Prophet says, Dean's the original player, but treats women with respect, which is true. He does! He really does. He is. He's very much about consent. He doesn't do nothing to nobody. And who wouldn't want to see him lip-syncing Eye of the Tiger? I want to see them remake uh, Roadhouse with him playing the Patrick Swayze character. Normally, I don't want... uh, Don't you be talking about that. That sounds great. That would be Awesome! You've got Jerry Padalecki coming back as Walker, Texas Ranger, taking Chuck Norris. Dude, Jensen Ackles doing a remake of Roadhouse. Isn't isn't there already a remake of Roadhouse? No. Not that I'm aware of. Okay. And if it has, Um, then it's like, I want to be involved. I will take lead actress roles on that. And nobody could really, I mean, very few people can step in. Auditioning whenever you need me. In Patrick's footprints. (laughs) Um, And Lee tells him that Dean, that he deserves a break from it. Maybe two. He's been doing this for too long. Now, we knew it was only going to be time before he's actually going to bring up the fact and reason he's in this bar and in Texas. So that he's there for a case. Lee plays it off that he doesn't know the girl. And I'm like, now once again, mm -mm. 
You know the girl. You, you're an owner. I'm a bartender. I know every person that walks into the bar. And people that Especially are like... regulars. But they're, they're regulars. They're even, even still in Hollywood, people that I don't know their names, I still know that they come in the bar weekly. I know that the guy's going to order a Johnny Walker Black mm-hmm. neat and he's going to order a Pacifico. Like, it's like those little weird things. You mm-hmm. just know it. And when somebody comes in and goes, I've never seen you before. And I'm like, they're like, how long have you worked here? And I'm like, eight years. Do you come in on a Thursday afternoon or a Tuesday? No. And I'm like, and how would I know you? How would I know you? That and how would you was like? On yeah. it. She was like on it. She's like, you know him. She's what? like, you know her. She come and he's, then he recognized and said, okay, she's the one who doesn't drink, but she's with the girl that drinks all the time, and says, oh, the car must be at the lake. And then Lorna goes, but yeah, what about the wrecking yard? And Sam he, and Dean's like, well, I'm going to check the wrecking yard. He kept salvage trying lot. to stare him away. And Dean kept looking at him kind of weird, yep. like, huh? Why are you doing strange. this? You go do that. I'm going to go do this. Yeah. Goes to the yard, finds the car, finds her inside of it. And we know Lee has been tracking him. So goes, yes. follows him to the yard. And there is a monster that Lee is feeding using the blood of innocent people. Although he says not everyone's innocent. And some could say Dean has killed good and bad people. Yes, good and bad monsters. So is he 100% entirely innocent? No. Is Are the things that he's done forgivable for the greater good? Yes. Uh, uh, for the most part, I would say yes. I'm sure that... What do you Actually, what do you guys think? Well, Art Master Austin Prophet said, do you guys think season one Dean would have killed his friend? And I think if it came to a life-to-death battle, which they had... He would have. He wouldn't have wanted to. And Dean still didn't want to kill his friend. But he became a monster. And Dean, at this point in his life, does not see monsters in gray anymore. He sees them as evil and... Well, and how long would it have taken then for Lee to find something else to do kind of like his dirty... Not dirty work. I don't think he was intentionally a bad person. I think he saw... We have to remember, too, the actual psychology of all of this, that if you see what the boys are doing, first off, they should be seeing psychologists and oh, yeah. talking about what they're doing because this is From all childhood? just building trauma. up. And, yeah, trauma all the time. Mother, father, leaving, all these things. There's so much trauma in their lives. But you see bad stuff like this happen, your head is not necessarily oh, no. in the best space. So if Lee was hunting and doing this, even for – a short amount of time, a couple years, mm-hmm. he's still seen bad. Yes. And he, the glamour of health and wealth and all this stuff by feeding this monster, how do you, how do you not, like, want to dip your toe into that then? Especially when who knows how many people may have accidentally killed trying to kill a monster. And the thing that kills me, it's like, dude, have you not seen IDTV? You don't take people from town. You take drifters, you take yeah visitors Hijack, yeah like bad like the actual bad people this yeah like or Sally yeah Sally Sally's was a getting drunk. wasted not that there's anything I wrong mean, with yeah. having a but fun if night she and getting fell drunk and got killed but if her friends like, yeah yeah if her friends the one actually being responsible and driving her home and taking yeah. care of her and lost both of her parents yeah bad bad choice. I think because she lost her parents, he thought nobody no would, one would, would notice miss. her. But Sally, despite having a drinking problem, reported her lost 
or stolen or whatever to the police. She did. And then she decided that she was raptured because she was really good. But no like, one's yeah. going to, is anyone going to believe the town drunk? Once again, this is why the mm-hmm. sheriff was kind of like blowing it off. And yeah. even in town, they were, you know, Lee was saying, do you really trust a girl that's the town drunk coming into the bar every single night of the week? Like, And it feels like a lot of these people that he thought was going off to Hollywood are people that he has fed. Probably. <laughs> well, that now that all... He was a terrible, terrible sheriff. Links, terrible. Links back together. And so Lee leaves Dean in the basement with this monster that is feeding off of his blood and says that after a couple pints, you'll fall asleep anyway. So, you know, you're going to go peacefully. And he knew... Lee knew Dean would find him out. Yes. So he had to do this. Of course, Dean breaks free. The monster gets loose from his gate that he's in. And he's not getting the blood that he needs. And Lee is up in the bar. This monster's in the basement, which crazy that you're feeding the monster in your basement of your bar. Because don't you keep the alcohol and stuff in the back basement? You, I mean, usually you keep that your beer room or your liquor room or your kegs or something. I guess yeah. it depends on like if it was an, if it was an old house at one point. You may keep your liquor in a back room because you don't want to have to go up and down the stairs to the basement every time. It just depends. Oh, that's on, true. But lots of reasons. Lots uh, of reasons. Wow, we could talk about bartending all day long, y'all. Uh, yeah, JJ says, "What well, like take a biker that is passing through town." Exactly, yes. that no one's going to notice is yeah. missing. They wouldn't be able to trace it back to the town. Sure. Terrible, terrible serial killer. Terrible. So, so Lee pulls his gun on Dean <laughs> when Dean comes up from the basement because obviously, obviously he's overtaken this monster, which, by the way, did it not look like the Loch Ness Monster? It looked like the Loch Ness Monster. Which was the a perfect thing. point. I was like, oh, could have been in the lake. Or whatever that weird movie uh, last year that came out with, the uh, not Aquaman, but like <laughs> the one with the like amphibian monster oh, that the girl um, kept. Um, you know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, the Del Toro movie. He yeah. was a merman, but yes. Yeah. But he wasn't green. He but he like, had like that similar look. So I was like, yeah. the Loch Ness Monster. Here yes. we go. The head rolls right in and I'm like, ah, very yes. very good. So Lee grabs his gun. Dean's like, thank Dean God for Texas. Dean there like Because he's like. A boss. Yeah. But he's got a rifle underneath the bar. And Dean calls it out. They do a couple. They both fire at each other. And Dean goes, I'm out. By my count, you're out. What are we going to do here? Let's fight this like men. Do we really want to do this? It was so Roadhouse. I loved it. Loved it. Dean says they're not friends. He doesn't know Lee. Um, And Lee says that Dean is him. And he woke up and saw that the world is broken. And Dean says, you fight for it. You don't walk away. Yay. Because someone has to. to. Someone's got to fight the good fight. Yes. I love this episode because it really made Dean really look back and think what was going on, why they fight, why he fights as a person. And it like just filled him up again. Reinvigorated him to want to go and save the world. Yes. Okay, if this hamster wheel is really spinning, we're just going to keep doing it because we got to, we got to find out the end game to this, whatever it is, stopping truck or whatever it is. Um, He's back to his old self. That's what I wrote in my notes. Um, Also, Dean can't walk away and let this go. No. So And he can't let him go because he'll just kill people. He'll yet. just con- kill continue to kill people. So all right, gentlemen's gentlemen's fight. Huge crazy 
choreo scene. Now, um, I looked up who this was because I felt like this guy looked familiar, and it's Christian Kane. Yes. He's from Angel. Yes. He's been in a ton of the other shows. Um, he was in a movie. Uh, I saw what movie was he in that I saw that I was like, oh, yeah, I remember him from that movie. He's been in a lot. He He's been in a ton working. of stuff. So great to see him, and I'm yes. sure super fun for them to, like, have this – you know, great I was big. shocked that he had never been in Supernatural before because he's been in so many geeky stuff that it was like, how could he uh, not have been in Supernatural? Yeah, exactly. But great to bring him in for the final season so and have like and have a big, a very big part of the show, um, an episode. And I like that they made the character someone that he knew as opposed to just being some random person. It felt connected yes. and they felt like they'd been friends for years and I don't know if they really have had a friendship before this or I not but I, it it seemed like it because the connection and between the two of them was really really, good. really great like it was something usually that you'd take time to build but they just had it right away and um, it was sort of interesting seeing the boys separate again because mm-hmm. we haven't seen them separate in a while like really separate like sure. this where they were finding their own path and it was a very well done episode. I really like this. Really episode. well done episode. Dean does end up stabbing Lee, and they have this moment, and he asks Dean why he cares so much, and Dean said someone has to, and Lee is glad that Dean was the one to kill him. I really enjoyed this. It made me think: Would if you had the chance to find a merit, would you keep the merit? And feed it people to be wealthy, to get money, to be healthy. There are some people that I think are around that would just be a give and they would totally be cool. Absolutely, 100%. I'd feel very uncomfortable about doing that. I'd be like, can I give you animal blood? (laughs) Animal blood? Yeah, can I go? Yeah. Can I just go to like a blood bank? Does that be a person? Uh, but does it need to be alive when you get? Because then I have yes. a problem too. If the animal had to be alive and then the animal is going to get drained of that, then I'd feel bad too. Yeah, I'd, I'd want to be able to go to like, and even then I don't really like touching blood, so it'd be very difficult for me. And it wanted blood. I didn't want to eat it. Eat it. It wanted to like just their blood. I was like, oh, you're gross. You're kind of like a weak monster. So Dean gets back home, uh, tells Cassidy got his message, and asks if Sam's okay. Not much dialogue between the two of them. He's, they're both mad at each they're other. They're both mad at each other. They're both just short with each other. Um, and Sam says he was in Chuck's head and saw his memories and that Chuck is weak and he thinks they can beat him. They can beat God. They can beat the weak God, yes. He's not the God that, the all-knowing, powerful God that we've been thinking of. So, yay. Sick of you, Chuck. And that was the episode, y'all. It was really good. Really good episode. Really good. We've talked about how good the episode was, so I don't even think we need like a little mini recap about the episode. (laughs) Uh, Let's just go straight into then our best kill, our special segment of the day. Kill, 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 kill. kill. So, Cherry, what do you? What's your best? What's your favorite kill? I am gonna go with. I would say. I kind of thought it was interesting how Angela was killed, how she was abducted. Because I'm still trying to figure out how he got the car, how he got her out and everything. Cause she was she was sober. And then the just seeing the not being able to see the monster. I was picturing what the monster was. So it was like it was kind of exciting. It was kind of like, OK, it was exciting. I found it exciting. My favorite kill. Y'all know I'm the sap. It was Lee because it was good and bad. 
And like he said, he was glad that Dean was the one to do it to him. And I think his moment with Dean and helping Dean kind of have this epiphany that, no, they got to do this. Say he's he's glad he hasn't given up. He doesn't regret giving up. He's going to keep fighting the good fight until the end. That to me makes it the best kill because it was worthwhile and it helps the boys in moving forward. It did. It was a good kill too. It was two good kills. Two good kills. Two good kills. <laughs> stabs, stabs. Thank God, Sammy didn't die because that would have been <laughs> yeah. the worst kill. That would have been the worst kill. All right, Cherry's got some news and gossip for you guys. She news is always ready. This girl over here. So first of all, we're going to talk about our news. It's that time of the year. And so I want all of our Supernatural fandom to vote in the TV Guide fandom contest to see who is the best fandom of 2019. All you have to do is go to the TV Guide Twitter account and go to the CW span. Um, I've already retweeted it, so you can find it on my tweet. And we tweet. Because we are the best fandom. I love uh, my Supernatural. 100%. 100%. We've, we've had 15 years to build it up. We are the we best. We are yeah. killing it. And then a little bit of gossip. Give me your gossip, girl. What you got? I am so jealous of those dang Canadians. We had a Supernatural party where our favorite boys, Jensen Eccles and Jarrett Padalecki, were just hanging out and went to see the Vancouver Canucks, Canucks. Ver- Canucks versus the Ottawa Senators hockey game on December 3rd. And they were just hanging out. They took photos with people. They were cheering. I don't know what team they were cheering for because both boys both are from Canadian. Both boys are from, well, Jensen's from Texas. Yeah. So. so I think they were just enjoying hockey. Sports. Sporty people. Man. Sports. Now I want to go to a dang hockey game. Hockey games are I fun. Get, I want to go. See, well, I want to go to see the Canucks, Canucks. or the Senators. Canucks. Go see the Kings confusing. game. I've been to the King game. Oh. Jensen and Jared have never been to the King games when I was there. So oh. I want to go to that game. <laughs> I get a picture with my boys. <laughs> I'm so jealous of them. All right, y'all. Let's get into some predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Next week. Cass says they've got the same enemy. Dean says Chuck is out of control. They need to rein him in. I think he's talking to Amara. Chuck is at a casino. Adam is back and says the boys let him rot in hell. They need Adam's help. And is Adam supposed to trust them bros before foes? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. There's a lot of information to take in and I had to build it. It was a lot. That I think next week's episode... Our father, who art in heaven, is going to be off the hook. Because I can't blame Adam. I'd be mad. They left him in hell. They did not even try and get him back. So. Do you think Adam is going to help him out? He seems very much like peace and now on this instance. Because he's already been in hell. He only got to escape because... God let everybody out of hell. And they would have totally dragged him back in hell again. They were I'm like, just whatever. wondering how they're even going to come across him. And I know y'all have been talking about this for years. years. We have literally been talking about 
Adam in the cage, Adam, Adam and Lucifer, cage. Adam in hell. We have literally been talking about this for so long, and now he's out, and now he has his opportunity. I mean, to be if, free. If I was him, I, you know, like you're really gonna help the boys, but bros before foes. Maybe now he can be out for good. I mean, they say that like once you're in hell, you can't return. You can't but go to heaven. But I don't know. I th- that is going to be interesting. Them going after Chuck. Like I said, I think Dean is talking to Amara. I think Amara is coming back. I think Amara comes back and he's talking to her and he's like, and she's saying too, look, like I'm not going to help him. He's weak. But I'm also not going to help you guys. Like, I'm going to go my do my brother. own thing. Because there, wasn't she in Atlantic City? She's in Atlantic City chilling. That's where. And that made, that made and sense. And then she left because the boys were annoying. Because um, Chuck was annoying her trying yeah. to get her to do stuff and use her like a leech. So she passed, she peaced out. So. Peaced out. Yeah. What do you, what do we, what do you guys think? Let us know what you think in the chat. Let us know if, what, if you think that Dean would have killed Lee Season 15, season one, go back then. Would he have killed them then? And do you think that all the bad he's done is kind of forgiven for all the good he's done? Oh, it's been a lot, but that, that's, a, that's kind of bad. Though. There's a lot to talk about. It's a lot to talk about, so we definitely want you to leave comments on our YouTube channel for tonight's episode, Last Call. Tweet us, let us know what you think, and then always stay tuned for Supernatural Thursdays, Cherry's favorite day of the week, which is is. now, because her excitement just brushes off on me. It's my favorite day of the week. So, Cherry, where can everyone find you? You can find me, Cherry underscore LA, on Twitter, and I'll repost the uh, TV Guide uh, fandom contest and a little quiz that CW posted, too. Y'all, this is Lindsay here. You guys can find me on everything social media at Lindsay Wagner. That's L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y-W-E-G-N-E-R. Join us every Supernatural Thursday at 10.10-ish p.m. live to chat with us all about your favorite show. We will see you next week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.